If I choose to dance If I choose to grow If I choose to laugh And watch the flow Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Music Emerging's Inspiring Talks. I'm your host, Cynthia Brando. And yes, there's been a delay in Inspiring Talks. It's been, I think, about three weeks since I've done a broadcast. And I just needed a break. But doing something weekly is pretty challenging. So I have to, I, I do the podcast through phone calls. And so I have to schedule all that and then carve out times in my day to talk to the person on the phone and, of course, add them all together. And I usually do several interviews ahead, so I have a pool of interviews to work with without having to simultaneously be scheduling all that at the same time while I'm you know, editing them together. And I just haven't been on top of that, so what happened was I've been... It's been very rushed, and so I just, in a single week, would try to find the person I wanted to do the podcast on, and then interview them that week, and also do the whole thing, basically, in one week, instead of breaking it up like I had been doing. So I just wanted to take a break and get a pool of interviews in my archives so that I can start, you know, while I'm editing this one together, have those ready in the queue, and it, it would just be a little bit less stressful for me. And I just needed a break. I'm also, I just started taking a couple of music industry classes. And that's something that I haven't done in a really, I mean, I don't know if I've done it. These are intensive classes. I've done workshops, but I haven't taken an actual class where you are responsible for homework and (laughs) things like that. And I'm taking two of those. And one of them's six months, so it's pretty intense. It's kind of like being back in school, a little bit less so, but I have different responsibilities with that now. And it's great because I actually haven't invested in myself financially and in my education for music at all since moving to L.A., and music is something that I want to do as a business. And I am doing it to a certain extent, but to push myself to different levels, you sort of have to start spending money to make money kind of a thing. And I was against that for a long time because I've already spent a lot of money on my music career doing recordings and videos, and it, it, it just all adds up. And when I first moved here, I was ripped off financially a lot for a lot of money. And so, and, I, and I've had issues with, with money. I've never had a lot of money in my life. So during this coronavirus time, I've been able to save money And it's been really great because I'm trying to save up to buy a house someday. And that's important to me. And so I've been limiting myself for probably the last four years and spending money on my music. I spend a little bit here and there, but mostly I I do everything myself. So I put my music together myself um, as far as promotion and booking my own shows. And I've been a touring artist for the last couple of years and I make money that way. And getting these opportunities, I'm searching for them. I have help in the recording studio, which is great. But a lot of it I do on my own. And I do it with very limited resources and I don't spend a lot of money. And I just realized that that's 
that's kind of come to an end and I need to invest in myself again. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now. And so I'm taking a couple of classes so that I can just be more involved and learn more about the music industry. And yeah, that's what I've been doing for the last few weeks. So if you're a regular listener, I'm sorry about that. I don't really put it out there that I'm going to stop the podcast, but I imagine that if you subscribe through your whoever you listen to podcasts to, that this will just pop up, that there's a new one out there. So welcome. Again, I'm Cynthia Brando, and I've got a special guest. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I have a special guest, a pop artist that I've known since moving to LA, Dream On, D-R-E-E, and then M-O-N, Dream On. And she's just this wonderful, bubbly person that I've known in the music industry for a while. And she's going to talk to you about her experiences doing a lot of online shows and what that's been like. So before I introduce her, I just wanted to say that Music Emerging is at www.musicemerging.com. And all the podcasts are archived there under Inspiring Talks. You click on that and then you click on Podcast. All right. This is from her website. I can't read her whole bio, but definitely go there. It's dreamonmusic.com, and she spells her name D-R-E-E-M-O-N music.com. Of course, it'll be linked on the website, too, on our website at musicemerging.com. So a little bit from her bio. Dreamon's music and music videos have landed her on the For Your Consideration ballot of the 2018 Grammy Awards. And her songwriting has been featured across many media outlets. So on on her website, she includes TV shows. I can't read them all, but Parenthood is one. Um, On Netflix, she's been on different films, web series. Then she had a cut and a feature on Swedish Spirit Soul Records. And she also has released music with DJ Robert M., DJ producer Ron Reeser. Dree also performs frequently on stages across Southern California. So she brings a unique blend of influences to her live setup. Her music is a blend of modern production and classic funk elements. Her music has earned many accolades, such as an award from the Indie Music Channel, the Raw Awards, Producer's Choice, the LA Critic Music Awards for Best Music Video, and the Temecula Valley Music Award. So with that, I'm going to introduce my guest for this week's Inspiring Talks, Dream On. (laughs) <clears throat> hey, thanks Hi. for thanks for calling me back. I sure. appreciate it. How are you? Good, good. I'm good. How are you? Good. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to connect with you because I've been asking some people that I know, especially those that have been performing a lot before the coronavirus, and then just how has that switch been for you to having all your gigs canceled and then having to switch to this new way of doing things Mm, yeah no for sure um it's been it's been different for sure it's you know I mean I'm guess I'm pretty adaptable and I've been in situations before where I've had to like completely pivot Mm. so for me I wasn't really too worried but I was I was thinking you know what can this bring you know what opportunities can this bring and the only thing that 
I can say is that, you know, it's not entirely fair for me to say that because I was able to regain gigs, um, real life gigs in recent months, not all of them, but some of them. So, um, that definitely has helped, (laughs) but as far as just the virtual way of doing things, um, you know, I just kind of jumped into it right away and I kind of thought, well, I'll just take the time to focus on reconnecting with people and reconnecting with, you know, fans, prospective fans and seeing what I can, you know, what I can offer people, Mm -hmm. um, in this time. Cause you know, right when everything happened, like in March, April, um, it was just, you know, I just felt like we just really needed collectively like healing and fun things online and Mm. interaction and just to kind of take our mind off things that people were going crazy in the house. And so I just, um, I started doing like a, a whole series of things like Facebook, Instagram, um, for meditation to conversations with people to music. Um, and I wasn't really thinking much about monetizing because I just wanted to, you know, I'm, I'm a performer and I'm performing all the time. So I just was like, I need to keep doing this, Yeah, (laughs) you know, (laughs) do you consider yourself a real social kind of person, like an extrovert? Mm -hmm. Mm, actually no no I'm more introverted I'd say mm. or like maybe more in the middle oh, okay but performing is where I you know I get my my kicks so <laughs> <laughs> you know it's Sorry about it's, the it's noise. um it's weird not having the live audience reaction I noticed Yeah, it is weird. Um, It definitely took me some time to figure it out. Like, in the beginning, it was strange. I was a little bit, like, um, apprehensive, a little bit intimidated by, you know, the phone and the screen and just the new setup. But after a short while, I realized that I love it so much, just being, I guess, a little bit more introverted. I felt like, oh, wow, you know, I'm very, like, safe here. I'm at home. Um, you know, in my I don't, room. I don't have to get in my car and drive around LA. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Looking for parking for the gig and haul my gear. <laughs> yes. And I, and I was realizing too, that, you know, I was doing so much, so much driving, so much running around like a crazy person. And it was just so nice to have a moment to slow down and, you know, kind of reshape things. And I think that's something that's still like morphing and changing all the time because the world is too, but, um, so, I don't know after, yeah. Um, I was just going to say, cause I love that. Like, did you, I know that some people had, have had during this time of reflection, just these major, almost spiritual breakthroughs in their life. Like has anything majorly changed during this time for you spiritually? Uh, yes and no. I think for me, it goes in and out. You know, I have like moments of things, like realizations, and then they're like, oh, forget them again, you know, back in the <laughs> in the grind. Because whatever I'm doing, I find a way to like 
grind the shit out of it, you know? <laughs> like, it doesn't even matter, you know? Like, if I was in prison, I'd be busy, you know? <laughs> I'd be like, I'm going to read every book and learn every language and, you know, start a program. Like, I would probably be, you know, doing that. So, yeah, for me, <laughs> for me, it was hard. It was hard to stay with, a, with that, like, epiphany that, slowing down is good and like right it was needed and it was and it was good it was needed but kind of as soon as I figured out how to hustle again on something I was basically back on that and I don't know if that's just like a personality thing or what that is but um yeah my bandmate went through the same experience she was like oh I've got this because she's a performer too and and then also had a day job waitressing and that was not happening and she's like oh good I have this time to just like read a book and meditate and she said that lasted for about a week and then she was the busiest person in quarantine (laughs) yeah that's she couldn't help it yeah I relate to that so much that's exactly how I feel it's I don't know what it is. It might be, it might be like a, yeah, like a personality type or something, but maybe it's just because we're so conditioned to do that too, you know, that it's, yeah. it's hard to change the programming, you know, at least permanently. Moving faster by the minute. Oh, 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 oh,
I I found though that after you know after doing a few weeks of what I was of one thing I started you know switching it up and trying other things and so that's just kind of you know it's been it's been morphing as I go along and um, I really have been loving um, my experiences on um, on Twitch, which has been one of my favorite platforms. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because you're the first artist I've had on the podcast that is really active with Twitch. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's great. And you, you awesome. tried, like, you tried Periscope before, right? Before COVID and other <sighs> online platforms? Yeah, you know, my experience with virtual shows was honestly super limited. Um, what I did with Periscope, I, it didn't take off, and I was, you know, this was like a long time ago, and I thought it was weird, and yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't know, right? And then after COVID hit, I was like, Periscope, you know, <laughs> so yeah. so I basically um, got back on that. I got on another app called Sessions, mm-hmm. and I also got on Twitch, and they all have very different you know, very different things going on. So, um, Twitch is my favorite, no shade to the other ones that also have their pluses, but I felt like on Twitch, I feel like I'm able to find a more consistent, supportive audience. And, um, the way that it's set up to help you make money as an artist is really nice. Um, again, it's not without its faults, but it did seem to be a lot better than the other platforms, at least for me. And I know different mm-hmm. things work for different people, you know, and it all depends on like, you know, if you get that, you know, those very supportive people and what platform they're on, you know, that's like a part of it for sure. But for Twitch, I feel like there's more organic ways for people to find you. Mm, okay. Um, and so they have a feature called raid, which is where you do a stream and let's say at the end of your stream, you say, okay, we're going to raid another streamer. So we're going to go, who's on right now? You know, who's on that I know or that I don't know. So, you know, let's say you're on, you're doing a stream so I can raid you. So myself and everybody in my chat will now be in your stream surprising Mm -hmm. you and then you know hopefully my audience will follow you right away okay and you know hopefully they will stay for a period of time and either you know gift you you know they might subscribe to your channel or they might you know say oh now i know what she's about cool i'll come back and see her later you know so there's that feature is so helpful so the networking aspect is important on Twitch because you do want to, like, meet the other streamers. Um, and some people, you know, some people don't like that. Some people I've I've talked to are just like, I just want to do my right. show right. and be done. You yeah, know? I mean, I think it's because, like, so much stuff that you have to do as an indie artist in the music industry is that. Mm -hmm. like networking and making connections when you're you know you're not it's not a creative thing it's just going out and showing yourself and being there and you're not really doing anything but then 
it like well for Twitch or well, I mean I think everything just people start to get to to see you and they see that you're supporting them and so it's kind of a give and take I guess it is a give and take and it and I know that you know and it's not like that one for one with everyone you know you'll have some people that it'll just be if you pop into their stream and then they remember that you exist and be like oh yeah i really like this person we should definitely rate her at some point soon you know so and then yeah you know what i mean it's not even like you know you but don't you, you don't have to it, you don't have to hang out on someone's stream for an, like five hours a day no no <laughs> and if you think about it it's so much better to me anyway than you know all the networking that we would do in person because again driving to somebody's show buying drinks paying cover this is like so different like all you're literally you could be multitasking like eight other things and you put their stream on and just say hi you know watch that's a few true songs. you know and you could so, bring your own byob exactly exactly yeah so i mean i don't know if you know if my advice is good like maybe some other streamer might hear this and be like you know, that sounds like the lazy way or something. But to be honest, like, I I just think it's such a plus because I feel like now we can actually support others so much more mm. than before. Yeah, I, I haven't really thought about it that way. But, yeah, I feel guilty sometimes because I can't go to everyone's show. I can't because I'm doing so much music business stuff that just takes up so much time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but like at, I'm working at home now at my day job and it is, I mean, I'm able to multitask more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And the audience can see more music than they've ever seen too, because it might not be the exact same experience, but right. it's still a cool and different experience. And, you know, um, that's why... That's why sometimes, you know, I think, well, you know, I've done um, 200 virtual shows now. and like some people still haven't come by, <laughs> you know, like, you know, but at the same time, it's so weird for some people because they don't know what this is. You know, they don't right. know what this is. And some virtual shows, I'm going to agree, are not that fun to watch. But what I'll say about Twitch is that they make it more interactive um, and they make it more fun. And the more that you go to somebody's thing, you know, you, you integrate into their community. And I think as artists, that's what we want. We want a community that supports us. We want, like, yeah. you know, a group of, of fans that, you know, are like our people, you know. And, and kind of in this situation, you can build that and you know, there will be crossover with other streamers and with other, you know, people, but it's like, it's very cool. It's, I don't know. I really like it. It's a, it's a bitch of a setup though. It's quite a setup. To get I was going to ask you about the technology. I just got an interface and it wasn't like, Oh, I just plugged it in and everything's working all, all good. And I'm ready to go. There, there was so many kinks just to, just to the interface part. Yeah. So, yeah. I know it, Twitch is a little more complicated. It was a steep learning curve for me. Um, I didn't even know anything about Twitch when I started. I knew it was a platform. Um, I knew someone I knew was on it, and I was like, I want to be on it too. And that's literally all that I knew. So um, I <laughs> once I got into it, I was like, okay, 
you know, <laughs> there's, there's many layers, mm. but you know, you have to kind of get through that part to get to the rewards. And then once you're, once you're there, you can, if you're able to deal with the technology and in, you know, uh, mix it with your creativity, then you can, you know, you can do whatever you imagine, which is very cool. Um, okay. I, I think like that's the plus of Twitch is that it's super innovative and in how they involve technology and art together. Like, um, basically like your stream is going to be branded to you. And the more that you play around with features and plugins and extensions and things like that, um, and also your own branding, the more you can, you know, make it personalize it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people are going to be interested in hearing a little more about it. So thanks. Mm -hmm. Sure. Do you have any kind of signature thing that you do on your Twitches? Um, uh, there's been a few things that have been, you know, been happening. So, um, they have a feature called subscribing and this is helpful to the streamer. This helps, helps the streamer monetize and it helps the, um, audience member that subscribed have access to more features. Um, and so they, you know, integrate more into your community and, you know, you get a little a little something something for it and so every time somebody was subscribed to my um to my channel i put a sticker on my face (laughs) (laughs) so that's kind of a fun thing so i'm kind of i guess known as like sticker person (laughs) sticker girl (laughs) something (laughs) at this point um and i've also worn some different costumes i've done some dancing yeah. Um, to like celebrate, you know, different milestones or different goals that I've hit. Um, so those, you know, I, I have like unicorns in my stream. So that's also kind of a dream on thing. Um, and everyone that, that follows becomes a dream maniac. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I sing a little bit of a maniac, but <laughs> dream maniac. <laughs> The, the one like maniac maniac that one exactly <laughs> <laughs> um so those i think those are like the main things but um you know i've seen i've seen streamers do so many cool so many cool things and it's really fun to just kind of take a little time to watch different people too to get ideas and people have posted a lot of things on online too like sometimes i just troll around like searching for ideas like I did a celebration stream to um oh no I actually did a little fundraiser stream um to help me raise money for um a new song that I'm doing and so I wanted to make it enticing so they I I got like a virtual wheel that you can spin oh okay and so you know it had all kind of like fun things on it you know like so people would donate and then I would like eat mustard or, you know, (laughs) bite into an onion or something, you know, or they could win an EP, you know, (laughs) so you could totally like vary it up, you know, from silly to serious, whatever is most 
you know, germane to you.
was Dream On with her track Rebel Soul. Hopefully that you got you pumped on this kind of slow Sunday, at least slow for me. I don't know about you. And then the track previously played by Dree was called When It Goes. And I know I don't usually have pop music on this podcast. I listen to more folk music, so it's usually a little more mellow, but I just love it. I love listening to different kinds of music. And I know that Dree puts a lot of her soul into her music and technically speaking is involved in the whole process of recording. And she has some amazing videos. Like I said in her bio, one of her videos got an award. So definitely go to her website at dreamonmusic.com, D-R-E-E-M-O-N, music.com, and check out what she's up to and support her on all her platforms, buy some of her music, spread the word. And if you're a Twitch user, go and, I forget what it's called, not stream her room, but go go into her room and say hi if you're on Twitch. And all the rest of the podcasts are archived at musicemerging.com. And you click on Inspiring Talks, and then you click on Podcasts. So go check those out. Lots of amazing interviews I've had. Well, not interviews, I like to call them unscripted conversations. So I love that. It's a little spontaneous here. So I hope you've been enjoying them. Tune in next week. I'm going to have a guest from one of the classes that I'm taking that I told you about, Rigby Summers. So stay tuned for that next Sunday. Got some special guests lined up for the rest of the month and into December. So come back. And also, oh, I got to tell you that the intro music I've always had, so you know that it's my song, Watch the Flow. But this is my latest version, so instead of program drums, I got the real drums in there by drum extraordinaire, drummer extraordinaire Gary Ferguson. So I hope you enjoy that track and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I will see you next time.